I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Artie Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we have our monthly segment of What Would Your Bestie Do? Where you guys send in your questions to our Instagram page and we do our best to give advice and answer those questions for you guys. Yeah, we have a lot of catching up to do though. So we're going to try to get to the questions in a somewhat timely manner, but we it's been a while since Kara and I have got to catch up and we've both been doing a million things. So I want you to go first. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. Well, where to start? It's been quite the past two and a half weeks. It started with New York Fashion Week. Then it went to a work trip for Beautiful Destinations and Visit the USA. And then I went to a family vacation for Connor's family. So, and that was in Florida. So it's been very fun. But I guess, yeah, it's going to start with New York Fashion Week. Was there for three days. And I kind of was saying on one of our other episodes that it was for New York Fashion Week, but it was also to see my friend Lindsay and to catch up with some of my friends there because a lot of people on TikTok were saying, you can just say that you're going to New York Fashion Week and just kind of like show up in New York and just see what events you go to. And that's exactly what I did. Like I was just saying kind of that I was going to New York Fashion Week, even though I only had two events kind of like locked. And then you can kind of see what other events you get invited to. But I actually just stuck with my two events because, like I said, I was also doing things for my friend's birthday. And the two events I went to were Revolve, which also in one of the other episodes, I was joking how I'm going with my friend as her plus one and I didn't get invited to the Revolve TikTok party. But it's so funny because I got to the event and it's just like all these TikTokers. Like, it was very cool. Everyone was very nice. Can talk about that in a second. But I walk in and this girl's like waving at me. And it was definitely one of those sayings I have one too many times like waved back at someone who was like clearly waving at the person behind me so I've just stopped doing that when someone's like waving at me I just like turn around and make sure that they're not waving at me and like the person behind me but this girl's like clearly waving at me and I'm like who is this and the girl came up and she's like hi I'm Heidi like I work at Revolve like it's so good to meet you and I'm like wait what the heck I literally looked at my email and I did get invited and I just never responded oh my god <laughs> Was it like and in spam? Was, How did that happen? It was in spam. It's okay. For some reason, my Revolve account is on my 
MSN email. Mm. So it's like, who wasn't MSN email? But I think I had a Revolve account like so many years ago. And I was really embarrassed. I was like, wait, oh my gosh. And it was just cool to have someone know me from Revolve. And she like knew exactly who I was, introduced herself. And I actually got to meet like a few of the Revolve people. And they're all so nice. And they're all like killing it. So that was really fun to like have that little moment where I'm like, wait, okay, they do know who I am. This is cool. So, but it was nice to be plus one because then I have to do any deliverables that was like required. So that was kind of nice. Thanks, Megan. I went with my friend Megan. And it was also fun because I got dinner. I coordinated like a little dinner with a bunch of girls that I also know from TikTok had never met in real life. So that was fun. So I was like my friend Megan, my friend Cami, who I actually didn't know because she was my random roommate for Coachella. My friend Kat, who is on TikTok that we got, finally got to meet in person. Her friend, my other friend's friend. So it was just like a nice big group. Did a nice dinner. But yeah, that's about it for New York Fashion Week. I don't have very many exciting stories. Just that the Revolve party was very fun. I got to meet the bunny Barbie. Do you guys know who that is? Uh, she's like a TikToker. She, I don't even know how she got big. She like flies a private jet. Is literally like kind of like a Playboy bunny vibe, but it's like a badass mom. And it was so embarrassing though, because her at, which, oh my gosh, the amount of times this past weekend where I kept messing up people's names because I just know them as their like TikTok name. So I kept messing people's names because everyone has like, you know, their TikTok name sometimes and then their real name. I did it twice. So embarrassing. But the bunny Barbie, I went up to her and I was like, hi, Bunzi. It's nice to meet you. I'm like, wait, you're not, your name's not Bunzi. That's her like clothing brand. I was like, oh my gosh, sorry, bunny. Your name's not Bunzi. And she's like, my name's Barbie. I'm like, oh my God. I literally <laughs> not messed it up once, twice. But the third time I was like, I'm so sorry. That was so embarrassing. She's like, no, it's so good. It happens. I'm like, I didn't call her the right name. Like it took three times, but she was very nice. And yeah, I got to meet lots of cool people. Went to an aloe yoga event, flew out. The beauty trip was to Minneapolis, um, a few parts of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Missouri. So we ended in St. Louis. Not many updates there. Honestly, it flew by. It was one of those trips where I feel like it was a road trip. So we drove from Minnesota to Missouri. So we're just like really busy and stuff. I don't know. Do I have any updates? I think the update from that trip, Dubuque, Iowa was very cool. I liked Dubuque, Iowa. Have you been there? No. Add it to your list. Honestly, I was impressed. Okay. I had no expectations for Iowa. I've been there to Des Moines and it's kind of similar to Omaha vibe, but Dubuque, I really liked. Um, and then, yeah, we shot in St. Louis. That was cool. My home territory. And did you get to sleep Florida. at home when you were home? Yes, I did get to sleep at home <laughs> for one night, which is awesome. I was so happy that that worked out because I would have been sad if I had to like stay in a hotel or something. I don't know why we'd have to do that. But yes, that was very nice. I got to cuddle Margot and do some laundry before I went to Florida. Yeah, that's right. I feel like this update is so long, but I'm like, we have not caught up in a minute. No, I think it's good because you were also saying to me, you're just like, I feel like my routine is off and I've been crazy busy going everywhere. So for the next few weeks, are you feet on the ground? Are you settled for a little bit? I'm here for a little bit. I'm going to a football game with my sister. McKenna's flying into town this week, which is going to be very fun. And Julian, her fiance. And then Brady and his girlfriend, Morgan, are going to drive from Omaha. We're all going to go to a Mizzou game this weekend with Connor. We're going to stay with Connor's family who lives there. So that's going to be really fun. So that's like not too far. I think it's like a two-hour drive. And then I have another BD trip next month. But it's not super crazy. Like September, I just knew it was going to be an absolute nightmare. So I think I am realizing that I do like my routines because I was never someone who like loved routine. But once you like really like your place where you live and like get cozy and settled, I really, I, I like my routines. It's sometimes sad when I'm traveling and I totally mess them all up. Yeah. You can appreciate it more now that you, you've developed a routine. And then when you get pulled away from it, you're like, ah, I kind of like it. Yeah. Especially the whole working out thing. I know I posted my story that it just is hard to get, I don't know, a workout routine when you're traveling, which I know everyone knows that, but it really hit me hard this time. Sometimes depending on the locations, like you can kind of just like figure it out and make it work. But I don't know, with it being a road trip and I don't know, not even wanting to work out when I was in New York for fashion week, I'm like, it just all got ahead of me, but we're getting back to it. It's all good. Also, I did meet Morgan. She came to New Wave last week. Oh my this gosh. Weekend. Yeah. So now truly Julian is the last person. Like it's going on too long now. Oh my gosh. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing this weekend? I am taking photos. So my stepmom is transitioning like out of her corporate job that she's had forever and doing her toffee full time. She's slowly been making this toffee business since like January, I think. And it's like taken off so much. She's from California. So she has a lot of people out there that are like, 
willing to pay for gourmet toffee. So this weekend, we're shooting photos of all the different types. It's like really nice toffee. So my dad's mom, so my grandma, it was like her recipe. And then my stepmom like tweaked it and made it all her own. And she has like seven different flavors and there's crumbles and amaze balls and the ones on a stick. So we're trying to get it all settled so that, you know, by the time holiday season comes around, the photos are done. The website is like bam and get the kitchen all organized. It's kind of what I'll probably go out there this weekend to do that. And my stepbrother's coming in town. But otherwise, I would love to come to the football game. Yes. Okay, well, sad that you can't come to the football game, but that's all super exciting. Congrats to your stepmom. Cannot wait to try that toffee. But also, give us your updates. That was my update. You also been traveling in a road trip queen. So where did you go? The only updates I got were from your Be Real post. So excited to hear everything. Okay. Funny thing about Be Real really fast. I was like all about it. Kind of loved it for like probably a month of posting. And then all of a sudden last week, I was like, this is the stupidest fucking app. And I feel like that's going to be so controversial, but I was like, this is such a waste of time. Like, I just have to stop what I'm doing and take this photo for like the 32 people that I have as a friend. And it's like, I'm literally always doing the same five things. I'm like at New Wave or I'm (laughs) on a walk or I'm in my kitchen. And like, there's just no point. And I do wish kind of that the B-reels would stay. Like, it'd be cute if you could go to your page and then like flip through like a little history album. But I'm like, this is just kind of an inconvenience. And I almost always have my phone on uh, work mode. Mm -hmm. And I just don't like getting notifications. But be real, like it's overrode. So it still notifies me. And so I think it's something important. It's like, no, it's literally just be real. (laughs) So I'm, I'm over my be real era. I was like all about it and maybe I'll start liking it again. But to me, it just feels like clubhouse or it was like, oh, I got involved in this app. It was another thing. And then it just died. And I was like, why did I even bother? Yeah, I can definitely see that possibly happening. I like it for the friends that you don't get to catch up with as much. You can just like see what they're doing day to day. But yeah, I see your point. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just feel like it's like people sitting. Actually, I feel like triggered a little bit. Like people are always just sitting. (laughs) This is so judgmental. But I'm like, why is everyone just watching TV all the time? Like this is not inspiring to me. I don't know. I would rather like get on Pinterest and like see motivational content than be like, yeah, you should just sit down. (laughs) Another (laughs) person working from home. Yeah. Another email, Gmail screenshot. Yeah, I know. I think the concept is good. It's just missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the page. If you could go and see like all of people's days, then that could be cool. But anyway, that's my little be real rant. Yes. So you probably won't catch me posting on there very often anymore. Sad to say. I do like that it's not public though. I feel like I don't want to be that real with that many people. <laughs> I kind of want to be fake a little bit. I feel like <laughs> my Instagrams me- and stuff. <laughs> I feel like mine are like the same. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's because I see so many people in real life like every day between the store and coffee shops and yoga that I'm just like, what's up? Hey, hey, I don't know. But anyway, so maybe it was a week or two ago. I don't even know what day it is now, but I closed up New Wave on a Saturday and I was like, you know what? I have the next three days. Maybe I should take a trip. I was like, is this like a fun little spontaneous thought or like, should I actually do this? Because I had to like close up the store. I needed to wash my hair, do some laundry. And I didn't really know where I wanted to go because I'm in this era of where if I've already been somewhere and I really like it, I kind of just want to go back there instead of trying somewhere new. And so I had seen a TikTok. You guys have probably seen it too, where these people, um, there's a husband and wife. They each wrote down three places, put it in a container. And then whatever the last one you get is where you go. So I wrote down Marfa, Albuquerque, Buena Vista, Colorado, Springfield, Nashville, and one said stay home. And I ended up getting Nashville. And I like kind of felt like that was going to happen because I on my own wasn't going to go to Nashville because I kind of felt like it would be like Vegas, just bachelorette and bachelor parties and like loud country music. But Nashville is one of those places that everyone knows. And I felt like I just needed to check it off. So it was kind of like the game made me go. (laughs) And whoa, had you ever been there? No, because I knew I wasn't going to like it. And that probably plays into this, but I didn't like it. It's not Uh, my place. I gave it a fair try. So I get there on a Sunday and I'll give you a few reasons why I don't like it, but I did give it a valid try for like a whole 48 hours. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm literally not wasting my time. I could (laughs) see the charm of it. If you're going for, 
you know, someone's birthday or the bachelorette party or a concert, then like, yeah, it's amazing. That is just not what I need from a trip. Like I need quiet. I need aesthetic things. I need plant-based food. I want to zen out. I don't want screaming drunk group therapy on a Monday morning. Group Mm -hmm. therapy, I'm sure they call them different places, but if you guys aren't familiar, it's like those little bikes where everyone's like drunk and you drive around through the streets. (laughs) So... I wasn't really loving it and I'm doing 75 hard still. So it was like kind of hard to do that while on the road trip and driving, but I didn't know this. So Tennessee, Nashville specifically had a bad homeless problem. So as of July, they made a law that you can't overnight park in your car. And I think it's even like two hours, then you, it's like a felony charge. Like they were really trying to crack down on the homeless problem. So even parking lots like Walmart, Home Depot have signs everywhere about like no extended parking. And like in the downtown areas, there's hardly even any meters. You have to like go into the parking garage. And it's like, there was literally like a a juice stop. I'm like, I just want to park my car for two freaking seconds, go inside and get a juice. And it's like valets everywhere. There's like people everywhere. It was just like, there was, it was not convenient. I think if you stayed in a hotel and you could like go out and walk around, but to me, it was just like overhyped and loud. So I spent most of the time in East Nashville, which was definitely better, but you guys can come for me. Omaha is like 10 times cooler than East Nashville. Like we have cuter coffee shops, cooler shops, just like all around. I thought it was so much better that I was like, this is kind of disappointing. So I left and... But I know. Um, And I went to Springfield, which was actually where I wanted to go on the trip. (laughs) This is why I should just like listen to my intuition because I loved Springfield. It was exactly what I wanted it. It was, and you Mm -hmm. would think like Springfield, Missouri, why would that be cool? Kind of like you just said with Dubuque, Iowa, but it's, I think it's because with Nashville, it's like there's expectations of like what Nashville should be. And if you go to a more like unassuming, smaller Midwest city, maybe you just like have low expectations. So you're like pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. But I thought Springfield was so delightful. You could just like roll up, park, like, oh, and in Nashville, there's like literally zero public restrooms. Even if you like go to a restaurant, they have like door codes you have to ask, or they'd just be like, no, we don't have one. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally road tripping and I'm doing 75 hard and I have to drink a gallon of water a day. And I just spent $20 on brunch and I, I, I can't go to the bathroom. Like it was so inconvenient, which is a first world problem, but I just, it wasn't, that wasn't that welcoming. But yeah, back to Springfield. Uh, remember how at the beginning of the year, one of my goals was to do five boutique hotel or Airbnb collabs. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to culture, which is in Springfield. And I was like, Hey, I will be passing through Springfield just tonight, like on my way back to Omaha. Like, would you want to do a trade? She immediately replied and was like, Oh my gosh, of course. Welcome. Here's the code. I'll set the key out for you. Have the best time. Gave me the exact room I wanted. Like just immediately, like the tone. I wanted. And it was so delightful. The room I got was the Moroccan room. And of course, you and I, we both love Morocco. And they did a great job. Each room is like a different city that's in Europe, Asia area. Mm -hmm. And there's one that's, I can't even remember all of them. But yes, I got the Moroccan room and it was really nice. And it's underneath it is a coffee shop. So that was also perfect for me. And who would have thought Springfield had so many plant-based options. There was even uh, a late night vegan ice cream place that ha- that was emo vibes, like screamo music. It was like in downtown <laughs> next to like one of those old movie theaters. And it was just like a little window playing like headbanging screamo music, which is like usually not most plant-based places are like girly and like green, you know? And yeah. so it was like interesting to see. And the guy was like, yeah, I've just been lactose intolerant my whole life. And like, trying to fill a hole in the market, you know? And it was just cool. I don't know. So I stayed, oh my God, how did I forget? (laughs) I, when I was on my 75 hard walk, I was walking past, uh, just like this cute little neighborhood and I see a door open and it's like one of those badass boxing gyms. I'm like looking in and like literally straight out of a movie, this guy is just like vacuuming the floor. He was 71 years old. His name was Lewis. He's been, um, He's owned this gym for 41 years. Apparently started boxing when he was like eight, went pro when he was like, I don't know, a teenager, boxed for a while, then has had the gym for 41 years. And so I like walk in and I was like, what would I have to do to like get a lesson? And he's like, 
can do it right now. And he's like, five, oh five bucks. And so I just like left Peaches outside. And he's like, you can bring it. I'm like, she'll be fine out there. She just like laid by this little tree. The dude just kicked my ass. It was just me and him. We were doing jump ropes. We got up in the boxing ring. He had the little mitts on. And I, he was like, teach me how to punch. Then we did the speed bag. We did the hanging bag. We did weights, abs. It was awesome. And I was like, Lewis, I will be coming back like just for this. And I mean, I felt so bad. I was like, I'm not only giving you $5. I had a $20 bill and I was like, please keep it because this was like iconic to have a private boxing lesson and just like get out of my comfort zone. And he was like, yeah, if you want to do a whole month, hundred bucks a month, you can come in anytime. I'm open noon to six. You just pop in. I'll train you. So oh my God, is that so cheap? Wow, that is so yeah. cheap. So on the off chance that anyone lives in Springfield and wants uh, private boxing lessons, I think it would be good for me. It made me realize like as much as I love yoga, it's good sometimes to have, I don't know, fitness that's on the other end of the spectrum. Like it felt really good to just punch something. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, boxing classes are amazing. And $100, that'd be like three rumble classes. Right? Like, like $36. I think they're even more now. So yeah. that's a really good deal. Super good deal. So I think Springfield will be kind of a place that I, because it's only five hours from Omaha, could bop to a fair bit, stay there, do my lesson with Lewis, get some vegan ice cream after and call it a home. (laughs) All the day's work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, cute. I don't know how far I am from Springfield. I should look, but I should make a trip out there because I've never been. I did feel bad when I passed through St. Louis. I was like, wow, I'm here and Kara's not. But we should shout out Seeds. Oh, yeah. Seeds is great. That's where I went. I don't know. I just found it online. It's a cute little... It's mostly plant-based or is it... Yeah, it's all plant-based. It's fully plant-based, yeah. And that little neighborhood that it's in, so cute. Yeah, it's like right by Forest Park, I believe. Um, Yeah, great great spot. I wish I would have known you were going through St. Louis. I would have told you to go to that other vegan place I wanted to take you to. Balkan Treat Box. Another shout. It's so good, but next time. To be fair, it was like 9.30 in the morning. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. Because I left Omaha. Yeah, like super... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what day it is anymore, but that's amazing. Peak of the week? Yeah. Okay. Yes. My peak of the week would be for my New York trip, seeing my friend Lindsay, who I had not seen since March of 2020. That is just wrong. So I was very happy to see her. Two and a half years. It's insane. Like, because that was also, I know that was one of my New Year's resolutions was to like see my friends that I haven't seen in, in so long because I just, I don't know, living in St. Louis, not all of my close friends are here. So Lindsay was like one of the last people. I have one more friend that I have not seen since February of 2020. Oh my gosh. So that we're working on seeing each other because she lives in San Francisco and all these people have like normal jobs and can't just like gallivant with me whenever I have like these fun trips. So I'm trying to make a trip out to see her soon. It's in the works. Okay. But your TikTok where you were like deciding, you're like, yeah, we should spend money or whatever with Lindsay. And you had on there like, I could be hungry. That is like the quote of the century. Like Clay and I say that all the time. It's like, you know, we'll get home. It's like, are you hungry? I could be. Yeah. Like (laughs) literally just like, what should we do? I could be hungry. I know. It's literally, you're so right. Use that phrase way more than you think. Like, oh, I could be hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not hungry, but like, that's an activity. And like, I could be hungry because I will have to eat at some point. Yeah. And if it's the right place, I could be. But if it's not the right place, then I'm not hungry. (laughs) Literally, no. Not wasting money on somewhere I don't want to go. I love that. Um, My peak would be staying at the Cultural Hotel because it was nice to check a thing off my yearly goal list. And it was just so nice to have like a good hotel stay. There was like a jacuzzi tub in there. And I just like milked the evening for myself. (laughs) <laughs> Yay. It looked yeah. gorgeous. I I love that you got to do that because it looked like a beautiful stay. Quick question. How do you feel about baths? I literally love a good bath. I took a bath last night. Really? Yeah. Wow. But I had not. That was actually my first bath in this house, though. I had not taken a bath in the year and a half that I've lived here. <laughs> okay. I was literally going to say, I just like can't picture you really bathing in your bathroom that much. <laughs> so, okay. No, it's definitely tiny. It was the first bath. The inaugural one literally a year and a half later. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think I love the idea of a bath because I like set up the whole jacuzzi. I got my journal, you know, set the vibes, the music. And then I'm in there for like 10 minutes and I'm like, I think I'm over it. Yeah. It gets too hot (laughs) and I want to read. My hands are wet. I'm like, I can't touch this book. I'm not going to look at my phone. That's like not relaxing. 
I know. And then I kind of start to like get grossed out of the water. Yes. Ew. And you see hairs. You're like, yeah, this is gross. I'm like, let's just drain it and get out. <laughs> let's just, let's just get out. I know. I have like three bath bombs that Connor got me for like Christmas <laughs> of last a 10 year. 10 year supply for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need to use these. And oh my God, from flying last weekend, my back hurts so bad. I'm literally going to the chiropractor tomorrow because I'm in so much pain. I've never felt so much pain in my life. And I feel so bad now for people that have back problems because this is like probably the tiniest of pain and I'm like oh my gosh people like throw out their backs how do they live because I can't even live with this like tiny pain so I'm like I'm gonna take a bath and it did help it helped a lot and I also have like one of those um Thera guns oh like yeah knock off one and that helped too it's because so. all that stress you're holding in your shoulders I know and it's because I feel like it's how I sit on the plane I think that's like the next thing I need to invent or like find online is like how to make an airplane seat comfier because it just like hurts my shoulders I don't know why like you feel like you're hunched or something? Yeah. And I think I could probably just like recline it and that would help. But sometimes I feel bad reclining my seat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so lame. But sometimes when I nap on an airplane, I like fold myself forward mm-hmm. and I probably look like a psycho. I will like put my hood up and my eye mask on and then like sleep on my f- knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you look like you're having a breakdown. Yeah, probably. But it's like more comfortable, especially if once you put the tray table down, yeah, you can just lay on it. A little pillow. Okay, let's get to your guys' peaks. <laughs> Enough of our <laughs> rambling. Okay, Lindley said, finally found a local spiritual community that I've been looking for and it feels so aligned. Yay. I know she recently moved because she was in our one of our Zoom things to a new place. So we're super happy for you. Amy said, held a little manifestation moment with some girls in my sorority. That's amazing. We love chasing after those goals and what you want in life. McKinley said, fall has officially started and it's Libra season. Yes, it is. I'm a Libra, in case you guys didn't know. And exciting news, right? We'll have a little extra bonus episode about being a Libra. I'm going to try to do it about how if you embrace whatever season it is, that can really help you feel aligned to what's happening in the world right now. But being a Libra, I feel like I extra know yeah. <laughs> what Libra season entails. That's amazing. So if you want to hear that, October 1st, it will be live on our Patreon page. And Grace said, going back to Spain is her peak of the week. I mean, I would also have that as my peak of the week if that was my case too. So have so much fun. Grace is one of my New Wave customers and she's going for like so long. Really? It's not just uh, like a month thing. I think she's going for 10 months and then coming back and then like going again. Oh my gosh. Well, safe travels, Grace. That is going to be so much fun. Tag me in your pics. Can't wait to see the fits. As always, be sure to send in your pics to our Instagram at Wordy Friends. Our next. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This partner, Athletic Greens, has a product Allison and I really love and think is super cool. 
I started taking AG1 once I started traveling like crazy for work. Their travel packs make it super easy to take care of my gut health while traveling, keep my immune system in check, and give me energy that I need to work on super long production days. Yes, I've also been able to try Athletic Greens. I got it for a gift for Christmas, and I'm so impressed by the product and its ingredients. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It's lifestyle-friendly. Me and Allison are raving about the ingredients. We love that it's keto, paleo, it's plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free. In our own experiences, you can really incorporate it into any diet or lifestyle that you choose, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy to reclaim your gut health, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. What would your bestie do? Let's get into it. First question. I just broke up with a long-term boyfriend. I'm feeling lost and guilty. Any advice on healing? Yes. And now I know you said it's a long-term boyfriend. So obviously this decision wasn't made overnight. Clearly you were thinking about this for a while. I know when that happened to me, I just tried to keep myself busy and just focus on the day-to-day and not try to overthink things because you kind of have to go with your intuition. If that's what your heart and your intuition was telling you to do, I feel like we know what's best for ourselves. And yeah, focus on keeping yourself busy. I know that like really helped me when I had gone through like a really long-term breakup, just keep myself occupied, hanging out with friends and just taking it day by day. What are your thoughts, Allison? Uh, I'll speak on the guilty part. I Mm. know that that can be hard because maybe if this person didn't want to be broken up with and it wasn't Mm -hmm. mutual, you can feel like you're responsible for that person's happiness. But remember that like everyone's happiness is their own thing to deal with. And like you can be kind and compassionate and be a good person. But at the end of the day, like you have to take care of yourself. So even though that's really beautiful that you care for them and you feel bad, I don't think you should let that stop you from trying to move forward and maybe think about everything you gained from that, like the experiences, the lessons now in your next relationships, like what you don't want, what you do want, mm-hmm. how you be like, how were you in that relationship? Were you your best self? And just kind of like reflect on that. And that can shape your decisions going forward. Yeah. I With all that that you're saying, I think journaling all of that would be a really good outlet and just like a really good way to put all your thoughts out there because yeah, breakups are really tough. And especially when you've been dating someone for so long. And I think something that we've said on the podcast before, don't feel like that time was wasted. I feel like we come, sometimes we feel like when we dated someone for so long, you invest all this time. And I hope that you're not feeling that way because it doesn't really matter. It's not like that takes away from any of the future experiences that you're going to have. Like it's just a fresh start. And yeah, trust the timing of your life. If you're feeling lost, just know that the right person's going to come for you. And maybe if you are meant to be together in the future, it's all going to come to you how it's supposed to come. Also, is this someone that you're seeing regularly? I think that can make it harder to kind of cut off ties with that person because I know with one of my breakups, like we still had to see each other like multiple times a week because you're either in the same social circles, maybe you work together, something like that. I feel like that can prolong the breakup period and make it harder because you feel like you're still connected with that person. And it can also be hard if you have a lot of mutual friends. So I feel like maybe during this transitional phase, it might be good to try to distance yourself from that person because if you clearly decided you don't want to be with them, if you have to keep running into them, it can make you, oh, should we get back together? Or people are talking about it and you have to keep having the same conversations over and over again. So I think an important part of healing for me in those was just like separating myself from the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great advice. I think that's a really good point. Next question. My family loves my significant other, but some of my close friends do not. Any advice? Okay, this is sticky. Um, At first I was like, oh, your parents I'm sure have your best interest in mind. And then I thought back to my own experience. And in high school, I had a pretty scumbaggy boyfriend. He definitely just knew exactly what to say to people. And he cheated on me so many times. He was just one of those guys that always had a wandering eye. He was on the football team, always flirting with everyone, texting everyone. But I didn't know a lot of this. I mean, I knew he was a snake, but I didn't know this to the extent until after we broke up. And my friends were like, oh 
yeah, he would literally hit me up and they never liked him. And I didn't fully know why, but my parents were like, oh, he's so nice because when he would come over, he would turn on full charm mode, talk to my dad about sports, you know, be all lovey-dovey to my mom and nice because they know exactly what how to charm the parents. So I don't know what your situation is like, but maybe your friends are seeing through some of his tactics and behavior because usually people to the in-laws, you put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. So I would like try to have your friend, like sit down with your friends and be like, all right, what what is it? You guys would tell me, right? <laughs> Yes. I, wow, that's such a good point is that people can definitely put on a facade to the parents. And yeah, I think what you just said is a really good point is like, can you sit down with your friends and ask them to express what that are the reasons that they don't like this person? Some things maybe will be valid. Some things maybe aren't valid. I think that's just a conversation that you need to have and see if it was just like a bad first impression. If that person has redeeming qualities or a chance to redeem themselves. If it's like they're cheating on you, they're treating you like shit behind your back. I hope that you can go into that conversation if that's what they're saying to you, that you can have open ears and listen. So just try not to be too defensive when you go into it. Just try to listen to them. Even if what they're saying, I don't know, it doesn't have a lot of grounds, just like hear them out because it's definitely a fine line between listening to your friends, making sure that if they're trying to look out for you that you're listening, but also if they're just being too vocal and it's like not the room to say stuff. Yeah, because I was trying to think like, what would these friends have to gain from not liking him? Unless it was like a best friend situation where maybe they're jealous that you have this new partner and you're not spending as much time together. They feel like your partner is changing you. There could be some layers to their reasoning. And then I think you got to go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just have a conversation and try not to get too defensive. Just listen and don't feel like you need to like explain anything. All right. Third question. Tips for long distance relationships. Me and Connor were like long distance for a year after college. And then another year when I was in New York for six, no, that's six months. For six months while I was in New York. Um, I would just say my biggest tip is just to practice trust because I don't know. I feel like that's a big part of when people get really worked up about long distance relationships is like wanting to know where this person is all the time or like being very concerned they go out their friends. I feel like you just have to trust this person. Hopefully they are a trustworthy person and you have a relationship where you've built that. You don't need to really try too hard on that, but make sure you're trusting them and not being like too worried about what they're doing 24 seven because you're just not going to be able to be there 24 seven and you're not going to be able to see them as much. Also just communication, set aside times when you can talk, whether that's every single day when you get back from work or once a week, set aside a FaceTime. And then obviously make sure you're scheduling when you're going to see each other next. I feel like me and Connor had always made sure that when we saw each other, we had the next time that we were going to see each other scheduled. So it gives you something to kind of look forward to and not make it feel like it's this hopeless, endless, like, what are we doing here? If you have like that next point that you're going to see each other scheduled, it kind of gives you like a nice uplifting hope. So then when you are saying goodbye, it's not like leaving on a bad note. Yeah, and it makes both parties know that they're committed to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you have some really good ones. I was going to say that I think it's really important to know how long it's going to be for. Like when Clay and I were distance, it was for January to May. He like did an internship out of state. Mm-hmm. And I guess we, we were dating distance, but it was like a short distance for two hours away. And then he had to do this internship, which was like nine hours away. So it wasn't just like, oh, we could do a little day trip and see each other. And we were both okay with it because we were like, we know this is temporary and then you're going to come back to Omaha. But it can be harder if you don't know what the end looks like. Like, is yeah. this person maybe moving there for a job? And then it's kind of like, are you going to end up moving there with them? It can make things a little more complicated. And then you really have to decide, like, how serious are you guys? And going back to what Kara said about trust, I think trust is like the foundation of a relationship. Probably being scarred from my high school boyfriend, but now I'm like, trust is like, so important to me because then you really don't have to worry about anything if you just trust Mm -hmm. them. And like, if they say, hey, I'm committed to you, I want to make it work with you, then you can take it at face value and you don't have to like question everything. Some activities I was going to suggest were doing things in your day-to-day routine, but doing them together, like both going for a walk at the same time or like both get takeout and have a picnic in the park and like FaceTime do it or read to each other, or cook the same meal, bake something together. 
That way I can kind of feel like something you guys would have been doing at home together. That's really cute. I love that. I also saw you wrote down writing letters. I feel like if you ever got a letter or like flowers, you also put like small gifts. If you ever send that kind of stuff. I know Connor sent me flowers once when I was in New York. And it's just such a nice little surprise. And you just feel so loved. So I love that one too. I also think this is a great time to explore like yourself and your friendships and maybe your fitness goals, your career. For me, I felt like when Clay was gone for those six months, I was like, okay, I can really buckle down. And I worked so much during that time because I was like, well, when he gets back, it's going to be summer and I'm, we're going to want to travel and do stuff. So I'll just grind right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a customer of New Wave. Her husband has to go somewhere in Asia for like two, three years or something. And, but he's coming back here. I don't know what, what it's for, but she was just saying how, even though she's really sad, a part of her is kind of excited because they've been dating for so long that she never really had the time to find her own hobbies and find her own things and go places by herself, go do a little coffee date, go for a bike ride. So maybe think about the positives of how you could form a better relationship with yourself during this time because it is a temporary time period. Oh, I love that. Yeah, taking the time that you're maybe apart and focusing on yourself, building that identity. Because I feel like when you're really solid in yourself, it even makes your relationship stronger. It's like you have your own sense of self. And then when you just come together, it's like a great you know, mix of each other, but it's not like your identity is in that person. I also have a thing to say about feeling anxious that it's not going to be the same when you re-meet. I remember because Clay and I didn't see, oh, we only, yeah, we saw each other once during that time period. And I remember showering the day that we were supposed to be seeing each other in May, like at the end of it. And I was like, do I still like him? What if he doesn't like me anymore? Like, what if things are different? What if we've both grown a lot? And I literally called my friend Kylie and I was like, maybe this isn't going to work out. And I was just tripping. Like, honestly, I think I was trying to probably protect myself of being like, well, what if he comes and he just like breaks up with me? Mm. And then he came and literally within one second, it was like, oh yeah, I'm still marrying this person. Like, but it's really easy to get in your head with distance relationships, whether it's you or your partner and be like, am am I sure about this? But I think you just, you got to stay grounded and not let those intrusive thoughts get a hold of you. (laughs) Yes. And if that person's upset with you, if they want to talk to you like that, that's on them. Like it's not your job to worry about all that kind of stuff. True. Okay. Next question. What are your guys' thoughts on staying friends with an ex? Okay. I asked Clay this one and he was like, are you ever friends with your ex? And And he was like, you're either like you're past that stage of being romantically involved or you move on. And it made me think like, if you're both still single, that's like one thing to maybe slightly keep that door open because you're like, oh, it's comfortable. We know each other. But if either party has a new partner, I don't really know how appropriate that is, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like my rule has just always been, if you see each other, you can say hi and like be cordial. But I had no interest at all in being friends with my ex. Like, I feel like unless, yeah, like you said, unless you're both single and like maybe want to hook up here and there, if that's your prerogative, go for it. But I feel like when I make a decision on that kind of stuff, like I'm sticking with that decision and being friends is not part of that equation. Yeah, I think you made a good point. Being cordial. Like, of course, if you happen to cross paths, it's like, okay, hi, hope all is well. Like, I still have their family on Facebook and things like that and would, of course, be nice to their family. But like, we're not hanging out. If I'm in their city, we're not meeting up. We're not like saying happy birthday and we're not, you know. (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah. I Yeah, I think you can still keep their family on Facebook. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, when people break up, they go so cutthroat and like unfollow all the family members. I'm like, ouch, that's like really personal. But how do you feel? Okay, how do you feel about the happy birthday, Merry Christmas type of text? I would not want that for my exes. I'm sorry. (laughs) They don't do it. So thank God. I'm just like, "Mm, that's, I don't, I don't need a happy birthday or a Merry Christmas from an ex. I'm sorry. So if you're going to send it to your ex, like just don't. That's just my I thoughts. Think the same. I think yeah. it's kind of embarrassing because it like is. You're using it as an excuse to just try to like pop back into their world. Yeah. And if you want to pop back into their world, just say you want to pop back into their world. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
be direct. Like, I don't like playing games with people. Like, when me and Connor had, like, a break and I wanted to pop back into his world, I literally said, like, would love to see you. It wasn't, like, happy birthday. Like, that's just, you're playing mind games, I think. Agreed. Like, Clay's ex, they had been broken up for, like, I don't know, six or seven months when Clay and I first started dating. And, like, a month after we started dating, it was her birthday. And she texted him and she's like, why didn't you tell me happy birthday? Like, going on this whole long rant. And he was like, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, don't reply. She just wants you to reply. Whether it's, like, I'm sorry, happy birthday, anything. I was like, girls just want a response. Oh, my God. That's all. She wanted the satisfaction that Clay and I, like, weren't that serious that he would still, you know— reply. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to give a caveat. Maybe deaths is slightly different. So with my ex, our old boss passed away and we were both like very, very close to him. He didn't have any kids. He was like truly another father figure like to both of us. And he reached out I don't know what this was, a couple of months ago and let me know that he passed away. I spent like that whole day crying. And so I was glad that he let me know because I wouldn't have known that this person passed. And I was like, oh, thank you for telling me. Hope you've been well. And Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, you too. It was very professional. But I do think death is maybe an appropriate time. Yeah, that feels cordial. That doesn't feel like there is a motive other than just like thinking of you, sending you lots of love, sending you my thoughts. I feel like that's very appropriate. And that's a good shout too. Right? Because even when my parents got divorced, like my mom still went to my grandma's funeral on my dad's side. And like, Mm -hmm. I felt like that was appropriate because you had, you know, years together before Mm -hmm. that happened. Yeah, I think that's really appropriate for sure. So thoughts on staying friends with an ex. It's an O for both of us. And (laughs) yeah, just ask yourself, why do you want to be friends with them? If it's because you like their attention, work on that. (laughs) Is it their attention or is it just attention? Yeah, because you could get attention elsewhere too. Okay, last question. How do you balance fun YOLO money while being a responsible adult who saves? This is such a good question. I feel like more and more we all want to spend fun YOLO money because we see stuff on social media. We like see other people doing crazy things like buying a designer bag, like the minute they save a thousand, two thousand dollars. I think this is something that I could work on because I don't. I don't know. I feel like when I'm doing like purchases, it's like buying trips or buying, going on a trip. And I feel like that's not like that crazy. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I was going to say save first and save like a percent. Like whatever you decide for you is appropriate, but maybe you could get used to like, think about how taxes, like we're all used to a certain percent of taxes coming out, right? Like pretty much it's non-negotiable. You just know part of your paycheck is going to have to be going towards taxes. How could you just like make a percent go to savings that it's just like, this is a Mm non-negotiable. That's how in my personal checking every single month since I was like 20, I have money come out and it goes into my investment accounts, but I can go in and change that amount. So in times, like that's why I think a percent makes more sense because that, um, goes with you as you make more. It's just like, it's just a percent. So then in times where maybe you don't have as much money or you do get a raise, more can get added, less can get added. And I have taken money out of that account. And I am so glad that I have always had that. Like I had to take out 3000 when I didn't realize when I first went like freelance, uh, I was a little short on paying in my personal taxes. And it was like, oh, where am I going to get $3,000 from? Oh, my emergency fund. And -hmm. like, it's like that kind of money that even if it's $50 a month, $100 a month, you're going to spend it if you have it. So if you just put it away first and it's like a non-negotiable, then that's just what it is. Because, you know, if it's in your checking, you're probably like, or however it works for you, you're probably just going to want to have fun and buy stuff. Yeah. If you are someone who like spends as kind of like a fun activity, I'm I'm not that kind of person. So this is a bit harder for me to give advice on. But maybe you are someone who like gets a high from buying something. Maybe, here's a little thought. Could you save money elsewhere? So maybe if you were thinking of getting a coffee, like maybe you get coffee a lot, like Allison's saying, how she kind of transfers a percentage. Could you transfer that $5 into a savings account? So every time you're going to spend money elsewhere, but maybe you just make coffee at home or if you're going to go out to dinner with friends and maybe you didn't go, could you transfer that $50 into a savings account? And then when you have enough money in that little account, you could buy something fun. I love that. That's basically exactly what I did with drinking and my skincare now. Like the amount that I used to spend going out on drinks, shots, whatever, is now my skincare fund, which I now probably have to take care of my skin because of all of the drinking in college. But Mm -hmm. it's like you can transfer 
the mindset, I guess. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to worry about spending more or less money. It's just like reallocating the funds, reprioritizing. Because if you do want to prioritize the fun yellow money, can you take it from somewhere else? Yeah. I was just going to say there's so many free activities too. Even with like your friends, you don't always have to go out to eat at a restaurant. Can you just like cook at home together? Can you take a walk? Can you go to the library? Could you go to one of those like free movies in the park? Could you go for a hike? Bowling? Bowling is like $4. There's really a lot of free stuff out there, but it's just if you, you know, wherever you want to spend your money. Bowling is $4. Go bowling. Bow- bowling. <laughs> That's really It just good. sounds like bullying though. <laughs> yeah. Like flashbacks to what, three episodes ago or something? I was like yes. talking about bowling and you're like, bullying? I was like, what? <laughs> bowling. Oh my God. Because in that episode, I was like, is bowling a 75 hard workout or not? But really fast. And then we can wrap up. I have to tell you what my, one of my 75 hard workouts was last night because I was like bored of doing the same things. So, you know, eagle pose and yoga where you're like on one foot and you like wrap your other foot around the calf and your mm-hmm. arms are up and twisted. I held this for 45 minutes. I had to switch back and forth between my legs. But I would do it in class and I I would like brag to Clay and I would say, you know, I feel like I could, if I was on Survivor, you know how they used to make people stand out on those uh, like logs in the water, like a tight, and they'd have to stand there and the last one standing like would win that round. Oh my God. No, but yes. Okay, go on. (laughs) I would be like, I feel like if there was an event and it was like, you have to stand an eagle on a little post for as long as you could, I could like win. And I held it for 45 minutes <laughs> and I just stopped because I was like, I'm not doing it any longer. I did my 45, but I'm done. <laughs> my calves and my feet are so sore today, like my toes from like hugging the floor. But it was like actually a good workout. I was like getting really hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. What day are you on with 75 hard? God, what am I? I don't know. I have to say, probably by 75 hard, I'm on 29. I have failed because I've had vegan ice cream three times. And what? what's the rule you're breaking? Sweets, I guess. Uh, um, the guy who made it was, is like, not even one chocolate chip. <laughs> oh. He literally says that. Sir. <laughs> oh my God. That made me laugh. I'm sorry. Well, I <laughs> think I've, you get some slack because it's your second time around. Like you redid it the first time. Thank you. And I feel like there's a difference between getting like a large Dairy Queen blizzard and oh. having like vegan ice cream out of coconut milk. Yeah. What does this man have against chocolate chips? <laughs> it might be a personal problem. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, all that to say, that was our What Would Your Best You Do monthly segment. As always, follow us on the Instagram at Already Friends Podcast to send in those questions. You can actually DM them to us at any point. We'll save them for the next time. We also put the question box around the time of recording. So yeah, thanks for sending those questions, guys. We appreciate that you care what we think. <laughs> and go bowling. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much again for listening to another episode. We seriously appreciate all the love and support. And to show our appreciation, Allison's going to announce a giveaway that we have going on. And she's going to tell you how you can get entered. All right. What you can win is a big PR box full of all of these awesome products. There will be something in there for everyone in order to get entered. There are two things you can do. One is to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to send a screenshot of that to our Instagram. That way we know you left that review. Or you can put something up on your Instagram story, whether that's a screenshot of a podcast episode you're listening to, a quote that you resonated with, and tag us so that we can make sure to see it. And then we will put you into our chart of your name and we will draw at the end of the year. As always, if you guys want to stay connected with us, you can join our Facebook group, Already Friends Podcast, Friend Squad. You can also join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash already friends. It's $5 a month for a bonus episode every single month with access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes. Guys, so many good topics there. So go check that out. And yeah, as always thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time bye Bye. save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.